0: springfield city council meeting tonight i'm told it could be a quick one we do have a presidential debate i'm sure everybody's going to want to go home and watch but just how quick will it be tonight not sure we'll see bringing the council roundup tomorrow morning at this time but right now let's check in with springfield alderman chuck redpath with wmay good morning alderman how are you
1: good morning guys how's everything
0: Doing great, Alderman. Thumbs up. So far, so good. So uh, don't jinx anything. Uh, we might have to knock on some wood. Uh, how long is the meeting going to be tonight? I want uh, a precise uh, amount of minutes.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's did- a funny one. That's a funny one out of the gate. But bottom line is is that uh, we have some important things to talk about, obviously, the police reform ordinances coming forward and and a few other things. But uh, everybody, uh, as you said, really wants to get out and uh, watch this debate tonight. So I think uh, we're going to try to uh, hold the comments down as best we possibly can. It's hard to keep some people to keep their mouth shut. But you know how that works.
0: Well, that's actually what makes the council roundup the council roundup. Oh, uh, well,
1: I got to give you guys a little info for tomorrow. That's yeah, right.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so let's talk about those police reforms. Of course, people who aren't familiar with Chuck Redpath, uh, you're formerly of law enforcement. It's in your blood. Uh, you're a long lineage of uh, law enforcement. So you've got this measure that was brought forward by uh, Ward 2 and Ward 3 aldermen, uh, Doris Turner and Sean Gregory, that would uh, provide some reforms to how Springfield police operate. Uh, uh, give us a little bit of a rundown on what that uh, package looks like, and what you hope to possibly amend it with.
1: Well, basically, they brought reforms that uh, probably, as I found on a national level, uh, things that were going to, in in my opinion, uh, might handcuff the police or or cause the police not to have uh, the tools they need to. Uh, you know, pr- protect us here in the city of Springfield. Um, through, uh, I believe that the, Alderman Turner and Gregory both had met with the, the chief of police and their staff and talked about some of the measures and why we need to have the tools that we need to have to for them to do their jobs. And uh, so that ordinance is uh, pretty much uh, prepared now. I know the last uh, tripping point was uh, the use of OC spray, which is uh, basically, it, you know, what they have to use to quell situations without having to use deadly force or anything like that. So honestly, I think that the ordinance is probably going to probably get a 10-0 vote uh, at this point uh, the way I see it. Uh, I've been in constant contact with the chief of police and and their staff and our legal counsel talking about the, the, the parameters of that. Ordinance, And I feel comfortable that, uh, you know, it's things that we uh, are doing or, or going or plan to do. And uh, some of the things that they took out uh, is things that we really, really don't use. So I think that's, uh, that's where we are with that. Alderman, I know that one of the things the paper came up with was a no-knock warrant. You know, are you <laughs> concerned about not being able to use that for police? Well, I I don't think that's the case. I think they still can use the no-knock warrant, uh, and you know what I discussed before was that there's a lot of parameters to get a no-knock warrant. You have to first go in front of a, a, a circuit judge and and ask them to review your uh, your petition on for the no-knock warrant, and basically you got to prove to the judge that hey, look, there's going to be a dangerous situation here for either our police officers or or a witness or uh, opportunity to destroy evidence so those things have to be met before a judge will even consider it and it's mostly the safety of the officers and and the safety of other witnesses and even the victims that that we use that type of situation so it's still going to be able to be used it's going to be we don't use it very often uh, only in times when we we think there's going to be a dangerous situation
0: springfield alderman chuck redpath joins us we've got a city council meeting tonight and reforms to police could come up and uh, you uh, you provided a variety of different ideas uh, in an amendment uh, that uh, seems to more focus on you know developing that mutual understanding uh, between uh, police and various communities. Uh, unpack that a bit, if you can, on what are some of those things that you hope to uh, develop uh, better communication, better coordination, better understanding on?
1: Well, the whole idea is is for open dialogue and and communication between uh, anybody out there, not just the, not just the, uh, certain communities, but the, for everybody to understand that when the police show up, there's a situation, and you know the, the, the first thing we need to do is show mutual respect, and you know people don't have a right to resist arrest or or uh, you know. Threaten the police or, or anything like that. So, this resolution basically, what it does is, is ask our chief of police to go out and interact with our community leaders and, and try to get them to educate uh, some of the public, especially young people, on how they should interact when they're with, when they're stopped by a police officer or in this situation. And basically, that's what that does. It's basically telling them uh, we'd like for them to may, maybe even hold classes to to. Uh, uh, so they can have an open discussion. And that's not a discussion that they're just going to have by themselves. We we have to interact as a police department, too. To, and, you know, we're very lucky to have Ken, Kenny Winslow as our chief of police right now. He is very uh, astute on... On the uh, community outreach programs, He's has coffee with the cops he he goes over and, and talks to groups over there to educate them and look let's all work together on, in these things and and show mutual respect and and we'll get through situations without too much trouble. so I, I feel pretty good about it.
0: well, it's not just uh, the issue of mutual respect. Um, some of the language I'm seeing here in a draft that uh, that you shared it talks about um, uh, you know encouraging that people discuss the necessity of permits whenever protesting. Uh, yeah, or or that's, that's... the value of uh, no trespass agreements or those types of things. Talk about that if you can. I guess in a way, um, the, the the types of public education, it's not just, you know, uh, we see this happen uh, a lot. And I think it's valuable where people are um, invited to come into some kind of, uh, you know, uh, police training scenarios, right? Where they may have a virtual setup or whatever it may be or go along with a ride-along, for instance, where you, you might bet. see and... some extremes. But... What about this aspect of, you know, the idea of the the appropriate nature of permits when it comes to demonstrations and the idea of no trespassing?
1: Well, we want, you know, obviously whenever there's... Uh, uh Pop up party type of situations that's been a problem for Springfield, and uh, that you know people uh, two three o'clock in the morning uh, gather groups through uh, social media they end up uh, with two or three hundred maybe four hundred people and situations go bad at times like we had downtown Springfield where an individual was shot uh, you know that was more of a gang related situation where you had those people involved in that but you know we have to try to curtail that kind of thing and I think what the, this this says is, is we don't want people going on private property and and holding their uh, their pop up parties and trespassing and that type of thing. I also believe that um, uh, we uh, are investigating that type of stuff. I can tell you from our police aspect that uh, we're going to try to figure out who the leaders of those situations are, and if we find out who they are, we're going to we're going to move for some criminal prosecution because we have to we have to stop that because they're, they're they're endangering lives and they're putting public property at, at risk and maybe even private property at risk.
0: Springfield Alderman Chuck Redpath, greatly appreciate you taking time with us today. And uh, we'll be watching tonight um, in anticipation of uh, this coming up and some good debate. And then we'll uh, bring it all to the audience tomorrow for the Council Roundup.
1: Okay, guys. I appreciate your call. Have a good day. You too.